We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to Skanda. Skanda is a friend of mine that I met here in Mexico on one of my recent trips and finally found some time between the two of our schedules to sit down and chat. Uh, Skanda is a cave diver, uh, originally from Australia, been living here in Mexico for a bit now uh, to to dive and uh, I'm, I'm super excited to share a bit of his life and his perspective and experience with you guys. So Skanda, thank you for your time, for sitting down with me and for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for your time. No, it's a pleasure. We just got to enjoy some good Italian food here in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> it's totally, totally on par for, for my trips here normally. But um, yeah, so I have a list of questions I work through with all of my guests. They're all designed to getting to know you, your perspective. There's no wrong answers, so don't panic. Um, and uh, just answer as you feel comfortable Alrighty, and as you feel led. So we'll let's, dive right let's in go then. For it. First one is, who do you define yourself as? Maybe it's less about a who, but as, as a what. And in, in, in the introduction, you said that I'm a diver, and that's probably the way that I would define myself as a scuba diver and a cave diver. Because while it's my work, it's also a passion, it's also a hobby, it's also an obsession. So probably <laughs> like that would be sort of how I define myself and as all of those things it's the thing I spend most of my time doing yeah no that's awesome and you live in a place that is perfect for that Tulum is the best place in the world for cave diving and having dove in caves in different places around the world for sure it's the best we have the most beautiful amazing varied caves what is your favorite food and that would probably be Indian food mm. uh, which don't get a lot of here in Mexico, but <laughs> there is one good Mex uh, Indian restaurant here in Tulum now, which is nice, but I spent some time growing up living in India, and so I was pretty spoiled and have always sort of found it difficult to get good Indian food, and I try to cook a lot at home, so it's always disappointing when you go out for food and get something that's <laughs> not as good as you can cook at home. So. Probably Indian food, but then I do like my food, so pretty much most of Southeast Asian food and then Mexican food, obviously. Pretty much anything. Any, anything <laughs> That's good. Fair. No, I can, I can understand that when it's like, if I can make something better myself at home, it's just disappointing when you go out and you're like, ah, oh, could have stayed home. <laughs> why, why bother go out? Yeah, for sure. Are you reading anything right now? I am always reading things and I read a wide range of stuff so I've got a couple of books on the road on on the go um, one is a little bit embarrassing it's uh, <laughs> one of the, the guy that wrote the Bourne trilogy okay then wrote a whole bunch of other sort of spy thriller airport books so I'm reading one of those can't remember what it's called even and at the same time reading a, a Graham Greene book is also pretty slow going. Neither of them are particularly gripping, so I'm sort of 
That's not embarrassing. Out for other things. <laughs> no, that's cool. Any any book is like a it's a story or a learning experience, so it's something you get to enjoy. So, yeah. What would you say is your greatest fear? Probably having something happen that prevents me having having some sort of accident, whether it's a car accident, bicycle accident, diving accident, any sort of thing that happens that prevents me from being able to do physically do things mm. because diving is quite physical even though it's quite a relaxing low impact sport uh, that would suck not to, not to be able to do that but also something yeah. like that something that would really affect what I'm able to do it takes away a part of like who you see yourself as and what you enjoy and what you value yeah 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 yeah, so. I wouldn't want to lose that either. I think most of us can agree with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Years, for sure. A few years ago, I had an accident and it was not diving diving related. I wasn't quite sure at the time. I'd had a seizure, which then not really knowing what had caused it brought up a lot of questions like, can I keep doing this? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Is it going to affect other parts of my life? So stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You may lose the ability to do certain things. is, is scary. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And that is, yeah, seizures are a scary one because it's like you don't always know, like you're saying sometimes, what's causing it or where it's coming from and uh, when you might have another one. So it's, yeah, scuba Lots diving. Lots of unknowns. Yeah, scuba diving is not really a thing. You can have something like that happen no, and for not sure. Really, not so really. I'm glad you're able to continue then. Hmm. what would you say that you value the most probably my health Hmm. definitely my health like I don't really get sick much if I do it's for like a day health yeah it goes in line with uh, keeping those fears away yeah (laughs) but also yeah just generally being being healthy is pretty good Mm -hmm. yeah to value what you have in your life and to take care of it and we were chatting at dinner just about, you know, caring for things, whether it's the, the environment or, or your life. And so I think it's, yeah, it's good to take care of Health what you value. Good for you, but then also, yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing I would value is most maybe would be friendships, people in my mm-hmm. life. I can't yeah, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. When was the last time you felt joy? I'm quite lucky that most days it's pretty amazing where I work to be able to go to the cenotes to see cool stuff every day and to be able to share that with students or people that I'm guiding and to see how they see things maybe for the first time or for or experience something or to be able to perform a technique or a skill or something it makes me happy to see someone enjoying something that I like as well it's really cool when was the last time you were afraid and why? Um, not so long ago, actually. I had my parents visiting and then they went back to Australia. And then while they were here the last couple of days, my dad had, was a little bit sick and had a little bit of a cold, he thought. And then they went back to Australia. And then being so far away from there, it's really scary to hear news where you can't really do anything about so he, he was hospitalized he had a 
kind of pneumonia type thing and to hear that and to have a lot of uncertainty about what was going on and how sick he was and whether he was going to get better and that kind of thing was mm. yeah, kind of scary. Yeah, that's hard to... Yeah, you live quite a distance away from your family for yeah. sure. But it all turned out good. So he's, mm. he's well and he's at home and he's recovered. And, but mm. glad, glad the unnes- uncertainty and not being sure what's going on Mm-hmm. over there it was definitely scary yeah I'm glad he's I'm glad he's doing well good to hear that but would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something probably many many moments I mean to go and live somewhere in a, in a foreign country is a big change so mm-hmm. making that decision was a big change um, but growing up like I said I lived in India for a couple of years with my family so that was probably big change and this was when I was 10 to 12 years old so doing that sort of thing as a kid I think opens your eyes to a lot more than what you're used to if you just grow up in one place and especially going from Australia to India was quite a change going from a big city to living in the countryside Mm. to living on a farm to having animals to Mm. but also to seeing how other people live in other parts of the world is that's cool changes you do you mind me asking what brought your family to India uh, they they really liked India so my name is Indian they lived in India before I was born and then they wanted to be able to share that with me and my brother growing up hmm. and wanted to give it a try I suppose so that's cool yeah yeah that's, that's a really they sound like really cool people in that I don't think it's very often that parents are just like hey we're gonna go move to another country and try it out for a bit yeah and I think that's also why they can appreciate and are very supportive of me living in another country as well because yeah they did that and wanted to try it and yeah yeah they kind of passed that on to you in that way maybe yeah (laughs) that's really cool we've been only for each other for too too long but uh what is something you think you and I have in common well, I think talking about, about food over dinner is probably <laughs> enjoying good food, but also wanting to go to places and not just see the the tourist things. Mm. We'd get out and see some different things and sort of meet people and have interactions with people in different places and sort of that side of being in other places. Mm. Yeah, to go somewhere and really experience it. Yeah, that's cool. And you've... you've very much done that with your life here so that's cool what is something you are looking forward to some time off work which I work a lot so having having a bit of a break um, but also mainly that time (laughs) (laughs) yeah you work quite often yeah you were saying you're like just just some downtime yeah a little bit of downtime a little bit of time to do my own thing uh, with my work, we, it's not like a nine-to-five job. We don't have fixed weekends. It's working with people coming on holidays, so it's based around when people are visiting and what their their schedule is. So mm. that's good. Yeah. It's good to be busy. <laughs> good to be busy. Good to have rest when you get it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already, or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Well. We were talking about the, the, the recent train project, which mm. is, um, for people listening, there's a plan to build a train in this part of Mexico, which 
is not necessarily a bad thing but the, the proposed route at the moment is going to cut huge amounts of jungle down it's going to potentially have pretty devastating effects on the caves and the cenotes the ecosystems here so yeah if that was decided to be moved and done and put somewhere else that would be pretty happy days yeah and it's a little scary to see that proposition come in it's like no please don't do that please don't do it uh, yeah and i think that based because of what i do because of diving in the cave systems here we or me and other people as scuba divers have a very different perspective of what that would actually mean for the area um to give you an example like if when people build here they use a big drill to sort of break up the limestone to build foundations and you feel that in the water if someone is doing that near you and that you can feel it and the closer you get to it you feel the vibrations move through your whole body and it's not a particularly pleasant feeling and to imagine that this train line now moving across over places where people might be it's going to be pretty it's going to have a bigger bigger effect than I'm sure the people planning the projects really think about and appreciate and that's on top of causing potential collapses and a lot of danger in there for those that are diving in those spaces well, and just yeah but also yeah for the, the general environment yeah yeah to destroy something that's so beautiful and yeah not have it be able to be seen for sure yeah hmm. what would you say makes you feel known and valued he's like i don't want to answer this question <laughs> i was reading the next question oh. I was like, oh, home home is, is mexico and and it makes it home because of the caves and the cenotes yeah, here and all yeah. the stuff that i just talked about is potentially going to get destroyed oh. so uh yeah, so we can jump there. So where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Yeah. Yeah, so Mexico. Mexico, Tulum, the caves, the cenotes, the, the, the environment, the amazing thing that we have here, mm -hmm. which may or may not be here too much longer. Yeah. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. Yeah. And it will be in some way. And yeah. It will just mm -hmm. be sad to be in a place and be able to look back and say yes mm. i remember what it was like before before the train before hopefully not but yeah so yeah then on that <laughs> what would you say makes you feel known and valued i don't know it's a it's a question that i haven't really thought of it's fair i'll don't come back to that one you don't have Maybe. to have an answer or not it's okay no you're allowed i think yeah. there's Sometimes it is. There's questions that we are like, huh, I haven't thought about that. And that's fine. Yeah, people like me. I don't know why. <laughs> You're a likable person. No, you have an ease about you and a comfortability that I think is very present yeah. um, in, in spending short amounts of time with you too. It's, yeah. yeah. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I think at times communicating and, and especially communicating emotion and being a little bit more in touch with emotion I'm very not <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's a process for sure yeah what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore maybe saying no to things maybe I say maybe because <laughs> I used to say yes a lot more and maybe I s still should say no a lot more but but more of it now 
more of it now <laughs> yes that's good there's so much freedom in being able to like do that without guilt but it's definitely I feel like you know when we care about other people it, it's often harder to do that because you don't want to let somebody down or you don't want to it's a healthy word I think so, I think so. <laughs> rather than trying to do everything trying to make everybody mm-hmm. happy trying to one yeah. thing at a time maybe yeah can't it's only one of you you can only be in so many places at a time for sure what is something you are confident in helping somebody else through or with i think that i'm probably with listening to people or also at the Mm. same time being patient i think Mm. i have a huge amount of patience for other people so anything that yeah lines up with that that's really cool I think that's awesome. It's really rare that people would pull that, like feel that. Usually, people are like, "I need to be more patient," but I think it's people tell me that I'm very patient, and I believe that. Yeah. But then again, I think I used to be a high school teacher, so working with teenage (laughs) kids and up to 26 kids at a time teaches you a lot of patience in a lot of (laughs) ways. Forces, forces it upon patience. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. They have a way of destroying your ability, <laughs> your your wherewithal. Oh, yeah. that's cool. What yeah. did you uh, What did you teach? I used to be a high school English, social sciences. Okay. And then other things, everything else. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. So this is a career shift for you too, and being yeah. here. Bit of a change. Yeah. Still educating people, still training. Yeah. But different. That's really cool. Um, if you were to have $10,000 and two weeks to spend it in, um, what would you do with it? Can't give it away. Can't give spend it away. It. Um, probably, first of all, take the my girlfriend on holiday somewhere. That would be very nice. But then if there was time after that and money left over, then take a bunch of friends somewhere to go scuba diving somewhere a cool amazing location like Galapagos or Socorro Islands or you know uh, Buckalist kind of place somewhere that would be really fun to go with a bunch of friends and go and do some, something really cool together that's cool or I don't know climb climb go hiking somewhere or climb mountains or something something different something out of the everyday something out of the ordinary out but in nature a little bit yeah. Exactly. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it or receive it well? I'm not sure about that one. It's <laughs> fair. Next question. <laughs> You're good. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? I think in general, it's often hard to hear things about yourself that maybe make you question your behavior or your actions or that kind of thing. So think that it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing to hear that but to have someone else sort of hold a mirror up to you and sort of tell you x y or z is not nice or not good or could be done better while maybe hard is also how we grow as people yeah for sure what would you say makes you feel at peace a big part of why I like diving is I feel at peace like when I used to do it more recreationally as a hobby it was always like a nice almost a meditation that 
I would go diving, come back feeling energized and relaxed and recharged. And one of the things I think is fantastic about scuba diving is that no matter what stuff is going on outside in your life, work, relationships, friendships, whatever it is, once you are underwater, you leave all of that behind and you're very much in the now, you're very much focused on what you're doing and then you can have peace from whatever else is going on. Mm. No, I, I agree with that sentiment very much. It's you're underwater and, and you hear nothing else and nothing else really matters. Not that nothing else matters, but nothing else is present in that moment. And that is some of the, some of the deepest moments of peace that I've found for sure would also be in, in, under the water. Would you say that your life feels steady or uncertain right now? I think it's pretty steady, but then on the other hand, there is a little bit of uncertainty because of my job and because of coming out of two years of pandemic where things were very uncertain. Are people going to come to Mexico? Is there going to still be work? All that kind of stuff um, all went very well. But now that the rest of the world is opening up, maybe people will be less inclined to come to Mexico. But then on the other hand, my job is quite specialized and quite specific. And it means that I think that in general, I'm always going to have people wanting to come and take the training that I'm able to provide. So mm -hmm. a bit of both. That's fair. Um, this one's always a little bit of a loaded question, but um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex, but maybe they wouldn't hear it because of it's coming from you? Or, But if there's anything that you wish that they would hear or accept a, a truth or something you wish they would know, what would you share? This comes back to something that maybe you said before about I rode my bicycle here and you said that at night that's not something you would ever do and maybe it's not something that, you know, as a man we really feel unsafe as women do in dark places at night, that kind of thing. So, I don't know if this is kind of a... To clarify that, sorry, you're saying that, that men do feel that fear in those no, places no, that you I'm don't. Ah, okay. It, it's, it's something that I don't mm -hmm. really think about or consider, and I think that's pretty shit. Yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate, I would just say, like, as a woman, having this conversation with you and hearing you say that, I think it just, I think there are more men in the world that agree with you on that and and would be the people that would not make that an unsafe experience but sadly there are people in the world that that make that a thought so it's always um i don't know it's, it's always just a wonderful reminder to i think uh, myself or other women listening in that you know there are wonderful kind and uh amazing men in the world that that care and and feel that way and, and don't want that to be a reality so i appreciate you sharing that i think it's a good thing so yeah so if you were to be before a large audience and uh, if public speaking is something you don't like then we'll remove that aspect <laughs> of it <laughs> but um if you were to share a bit of wisdom life advice advice yeah, life lesson or a bit of advice uh that you would leave with people what would you share I've been lucky to be able to change and, and go and do something that 
like go and do my dream job and completely change what I had been doing before I guess so I would encourage people to go and like don't just go through what you think is maybe society expects of you or family or friends or whatever but if you have something that you want to do go and do it because unfortunately life can be short and maybe there's not a lot of point waiting because you know who knows maybe there's going to be a war or maybe there's going to be a pandemic or stuff happens and unfortunately life is short and fragile and mm. go and do the things that are going to make you happy and make your life enjoyable mm. no i think there's a lot of value in that and it's something that i think we all feel but not often hear the encouragement or the permission uh to say that to say hey just go do it like like you're saying life can be short so if you have a dream or you have something you want to do to go do it so i, I think, think so. that's there's always excuses why not to do things yeah. as well but i think that's very valuable and yeah for anyone listening if there's something you want to do uh <laughs> take skanda's advice and uh and go do it <laughs> what is something you wish people knew about your culture however you would define your culture I don't know what I would define as my culture. <laughs> That's a very Australian culture, Tulum culture. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my culture would be. It's fair. You've lived in a few. Yeah. So. Maybe maybe it's more of a global culture. Maybe yeah. Maybe we need to start having more of a global perspective. We're all mm. people. We all have differences depending on where we live and what we believe and what we like to do but then at the end of the day yeah yeah i don't know would you what is something you would say that you love about uh maybe if you could share something you love about your australian culture and something you love about uh your tulum culture one of the things i love about i really like about tulum is that there's people from all around the world here which i guess is similar to australia but it's it's really cool often to have friends over for dinner we'd talk about where we're all from around the table and there'd be people from everyone would be from a different country and everyone would have different experiences and everyone would be you know but all living here is hmm. interesting strange place yeah <laughs> that's a good summation of Tulum yeah. yeah for sure uh globally is there anything when you look at culture maybe as a whole that you're not proud of or that you don't appreciate i mean in australia we have unfortunately still quite a maybe a bigoted culture mm. it's maybe quite fearful of some people from outside and i think that's mm. true of many places so i guess it would be nice if places were more accepting of, of people mm. mm-hmm. regardless of whether that's people coming from other places or other religions or other views or other Yeah. I think that would make the world a better place for sure. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? I definitely feel like I'm in the right place for me right now. Uh But no, not really. Maybe maybe one day, but mm-hmm. it's it's a interesting question to think about, you know, what is your purpose and do people have purpose and I recently watched 
one of the documentaries about the Thai cave rescue. Mm. Being into diving, that's always a, an interesting thing. And that was such an in, in, interesting and inspirational story. And in that, one of the or some of the rescuers, they said that yes, now I know what my purpose in life was mm. was to, to be part of that rescue, which was interesting. Um, but I guess maybe if something like ha that happened, then you would realize a purpose that maybe you didn't expect to happen or I guess p place things happen and maybe that would be a purpose mm. if you were in the right place at the right time. No, I think that's cool. And I think there's like, I think there's like some peace in that and knowing that like sometimes we don't have to know and Sometimes maybe we'll see it later on, but to keep moving forward and see where life leads you. Yeah. But I appreciate but I, that. I think that at the moment I'm here, I'm teaching diving, I am diving, I am exploring, and that's that's a lot of purpose right there. Yeah. But and you said, not just to say exploring, but you're actually like mapping out a lot of caves right now with your time. Yeah. So here in, in, around, in and around Tulum, there's probably the biggest concentration of underground water-filled caves in the world and variously between Cancun and Tulum there's about 1,800 kilometers of explored cave passage hmm. so I didn't realize it was that much <laughs> that's crazy. crazy I didn't realize it was that much and some people, some geologists and hydrologists estimate that we've only seen 10% of what is actually out there, which then is going to, in the coming years, decades, is going to become more and more. Um, and to be part of that is, is pretty amazing, pretty interesting. But to go to places people haven't seen, to start to map places that people didn't know existed, and yeah, to maybe be it here for the right place in the right place at the right time is pretty cool hmm, that's cool yeah you're you're literally discovering parts of the world that's that's kind of incredible yeah that's really neat when you think of it like <laughs> it that is, it is it yeah, is yeah that's and cool th there are many people doing that here but we've been lucky enough to find some quite different places like um we're currently exploring one of the deepest cenotes in the peninsula which is pretty amazing yeah that's really cool yeah I, I quite love being in them but to think of just like the vastness that you just described of like how many there are and how many how much space there is there and how much has actually been seen is like it's one of those things to like wrap your mind around you're like what yeah. what does that even mean yeah, what does it even completely. look like so and that's it's amazing to think that you know, probably where we're sitting is probably cave passage running under here, hmm. under everything. Yeah, we'll start digging, see if we can see what's under there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you do, but do you have uh, a favorite tattoo and why? I don't have any tattoos and that's mainly because I can't decide what I will get, <laughs> which is, yeah. It's fair. I saw a cool one that I kind of liked, but I don't think I would go for it but in Australia we have a related to a seahorse it's called a sea dragon and it's quite an amazing unique looking animal uh, and I saw s someone had a design of a silhouette of one of those and where I'm from I used to go and see them quite regularly diving so I think oh yeah 
that'd be kind of cool okay but then nothing's 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 happened yet fair enough (laughs) so i would say diving and like cave mapping out and everything that you do is quite a talent but what are three talents that you don't have that you wish you did that's a tough one because in different parts of different aspects of life there would be different things that i wish i was able to do better or 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 that kind of thing but definitely to it would be nice to be able to manage time in a better way to be able to keep more regularly in touch with friends back in australia mm. but the time difference is kind of difficult and and yeah, sometimes or quite often it's hard to line up times to chat to people back there so that would definitely be a good talent to have and then another one would be to to, to cook to bake because mm. I like cooking but it's very much like a throw a little bit of this <laughs> and a little bit of that and not follow a specific recipe whereas yeah. I think for baking you need to be pretty precise precise yeah. exactly yeah you kind of have to follow some rules I yeah. always joke that's yeah. why I'm not as good at baking yeah. <laughs> what is something that you've accomplished that you're really proud of I think in some ways moving to another country and setting up a life in another country and not knowing really anything about that place or the or people there it's, it's a big deal so I think that yeah but then also within my work and within that kind of thing is is also becoming a cave diving instructor is generally not an easy thing it's quite a high level in scuba diving so that's mm-hmm. professionally something to be pretty proud of and then also to be able to go and explore is so my work life balance maybe is not great <laughs> maybe that would be a good talent actually to have more be able to enforce more of a work-life balance but yeah hmm. yeah that's cool yeah I think that's uh, things you should be very proud of and, and it's cool it's, it's awesome to be able to take note of that and say yeah I've accomplished some really incredible things and things that you get to enjoy and appreciate and share with others and I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of life and a lot of beauty and a lot of joy in that so and that's really cool but is there anything else that you'd like others to know about who you are or what matters to you? No, not really. <laughs> He's like, absolutely think, not, I'm done. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, if people are more interested in scuba diving, cave diving, Mexico diving, cenotes, all of that kind of stuff, I'm sure that maybe, I don't know, if there's some sort of notes or yeah, yeah. something and links or something like that. For sure, and yeah. Same I'll about the train and that kind of stuff, but mm. no. Yeah, I'll definitely link everything. So if you guys want to um, follow along and uh, see some of um, just the images or the work that uh, Skanda's doing here with the caves, um, he shares a lot of that. So I can link all of his social media accounts there. And then, um, yeah, if you want any more information about the train or maybe how you can get involved or speak up about that um, or just to understand it a little bit more too, um, definitely reach out and um I know for those of us that are passionate about protecting spaces like this, yourself very much so, talking about that or helping educate or understand is something that... Get involved, spread the word. Yeah, definitely. But that's cool. Well, Skanda, thank you so much for your time, for for biking here. For anyone who doesn't (laughs) understand that that means he biked, like, I don't know, it's probably like a... 
30 40 minute bike ride good, yeah half yeah hour. it's quite a, it was quite a commitment to get here and it's dark and um for anyone who's not been to this area of tulum there there's one new road that they put in that's relatively well paved but the rest of them are quite rough so it was a, is a generous term. it's a generous term so i just yeah i want to say thank you so much um just thank for you. for taking the time but just for really um going so out of your way to to sit down with me i really appreciate it it means a lot thank you for um just valuing sharing uh your time and your story with me and, and just giving me the honor of sharing that with others as well thank so you. hopefully it was interesting for you and for people that listen. I'm sure. <laughs> very much so. Always is. But yeah. Well, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.